Hello, I'm Connie Rotella, and welcome to our Triple Thread Podcast. I'm super excited to begin this journey with all of you. Are you ready to put your best foot forward and show up with confidence? This tool is here to help you evolve into the artist you are meant to be. Just always remember to believe, become, and be ready. Add a new skill set or refine what you already know. So here we go. My next guest studied in production, dabbed in radio, and then post-production. Becoming an agent seemed like the perfect way to unite all those realities, and she wanted to do it in both languages. Guiding actors to craft their career path, to learn the business skills of acting, and to present their best self is all part of what she loves to do, and I love to do the same. So we have Catherine Urtzubis from Tamio Agency with us today. Welcome to Industry Talk, Catherine. Hey, thanks, Connie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to speak to you, Catherine. It's been a while that I wanted to interview you. We talked off air, if we yes. can say. And uh, yes, here we are at last, ready to have a one-on-one. Yes, on one-on-one on the reality, the true talk. So let's begin, because I have some maybe um, very difficult questions, but you know what? I know that you're going to reach the honest truth with me, so let's do it. And that's one thing I like. I like when we play nice, but we play nice by by playing smart. Let's say smart, okay? So I agree. Yeah, I know. So we're past pandemic. We were not going to speak about pandemic. I don't want to even go there anymore. After pandemic, we were nice. Let's try to maneuver this technology at home. You know, it was hard for a lot of artists. But we're past that. Now we should be at the level that we should give in really great self-tapes, audition tapes, have our demos. So let's begin on what do you think is needed here in Montreal? What do we need to do to up our game in 2023? There's a couple of realities that circulate in Montreal, which is um, the competition with the U.S., and oddly enough, the competition with the French market, which is its own market. Um, in English, there seems to be more of a ride the wave kind of attitude. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes in this business is that acting is a business. It's a business. It needs to be treated as a business. It needs to be, you need to challenge yourself. You need to push. You need to train. You need to rise up as high as you can to offer your best self constantly. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? Well, if you're speaking to an actor, because I get, you know, I train a lot of people at the studio and uh, some people want to be represented by you. And because I know many agents, you know, what is it that you want to see when you receive that email going, listen, I'm ready and I want Cameo to represent me. Now, why would you want Cameo? And what does Cameo want to see from you? Good, good question. The, the first one, uh, for me specifically, I try to maintain a non-competitive roster. So if I already have two people that look like you, unfortunately, that may not be a winning point for you. I try to offer something that is guided and specific to each actor. And therefore, I don't want six young girls, you know, 15, blonde hair, blue eyes, who could all be interchangeable. So that's one thing for me personally. Second of all, is the reality of your preparedness, your willingness, the tools you bring to the table. Um, It's important, I think, to keep training. That is my most, most, most important thing. Train, 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 train before, train during, train when you have an audition, train. I think it is what raises the bar. My latest analogy has been 
you could be an Olympic athlete and you will, you would still be coaching. So there is no level at which you can just sit back and stop training in this business. You need to be challenged. You need to be challenged by somebody else. And unfortunately, not everybody has the workload that is making it as though they are always active. So if you're not on a set regularly, you need to be training. Yeah. Then the other reality is you need to have an A game with all your tools. You need to have a good demo, a strong demo. You need to have headshots that represent you now, not 10 years ago. Now you need to have an exchange uh, with, you know, yourself as to where you're at, what you can do. And I think the other reality is making sure an actor knows what they deliver. It is great to want to reach as broad as you can, but there is a certain reality that brings us back to um, truth. Like how can you offer something with truth and authenticity? And that is not trying to be a figure skater if you've never skated (laughs) it is not trying to pull off 26 different accents if you master only two yeah exactly that's just the reality of it so and I love the reality of it and I'm I'm questioning myself right now just listening to you because I started the podcast because I repeat the same thing over and over and for me it's easier to say you want to know this go listen to this so I, I did that in order to help share the same information out there and here I am going listening why are we still repeating this? Why are we still repeating that you need to train? Why are we still repeating that you need to have a strong demo and 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 headshots that represent you today? Why do you think we're still repeating these things? Because we're such a small market in Quebec, there's no competition. It is not felt the way in Toronto. In Toronto, when you go in the room and every time you're asked to audition, you're not seeing the same faces, it leads you to question how many people are going up against you. Right. Here, it's a very small industry. So I don't know if it's complacency. I don't know if it's um, not being taught to keep training. There seems to be a stigma with it uh, that is not um, like th- there's something, there's a weight to it uh, for some people, I think. Training seems like something you do if you're not, if you have if you haven't acquired a certain level or a certain, and, um, and unfortunately, I don't think that's true. I think if you ask anybody who's been in the business, who's succeeded in the business, who's guided people in the business, it's the first thing they'll tell you, train, 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 train. Well, it makes sense to me. I'm a dancer. So like you're talking about these Olympic champions, I know the Olympic champions coaches that bring their daughter to my studio and they wake up every morning at 5, 6 a.m. And that's what they do. They train all day, every day of their life, like literally. And that's why they win. <laughs> but that's why well, they win. And, and a, coach, a coach will see something that you may not have picked up on. You may get stuck in a way of portraying something that is not what everyone else is perceiving. Exactly. And that is very true. So training has to change repeating or complaining because now we're complaining. Well, obviously you're not training. So it's like, why instead of having a conversation out there with artists where you're wasting your breath, that's what I call it. Don't waste your breath anymore. Take action. Now I do get to, yeah. 
and I'm not even in the casting directing place. So, you know, people come to me and say, hey, Connie, what do you think about this? And I'm being honest. I'm like, oh boy, just like you were honest going, Connie, we're not going to be seeing each other, right? In this podcast, it's only our voice because Catherine noticed I'm not in the wrong room. It's wrong lit, <laughs> but, but it was really cute because of course, like, I mean, we have to show up to our full potential. Um, we're only hearing the audio right now, but just to say all that, we have to stop speaking about things that are not working. This is the only way we can play as a community here in Montreal. We understand there are many, many difficulties or problems or whatever, but stop complaining. Just show up, take action. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it because I know what everybody's capable of doing and I hear their passion. So if you do have a passion and you want to work hard, you got to jump, go, go reach your dreams, catch your stars. <laughs> you know, I, I heard something years ago saying, I don't think there's any such thing as luck. It's preparedness meets opportunity. So when that opportunity comes, you have to be ready. And that's not, I'll take a class to prep this audition. That's it. I've been training constantly and rigorously with different coaches who bring different perspective, who bring, bring different language and may create a different connection in your mind to be able to portray something. And coaching could also be you getting out of Montreal and going to LA or New York. I, I know as a dancer, that's what we do. I go to New York constantly, whether I have to watch shows, actors watch a lot of movies. I watch shows, I go train, I listen to directors. I read a lot of stuff. It's, I think it's a whole training, but getting out or should we start bringing in, um, yeah, professional coaches from out there should we start bringing them here but then again i hear the voices why is it so expensive that's the thing again this brings us back to treating this as a business yes. it is a business you need to invest you need to focus on what is getting you that next opportunity or what is lending you that next gig so and that is you know pursuing the tools to be prepared when the opportunity comes up definitely there's no there's no such thing as luck i mean we there's a handful of stories of people who were noticed on the street but on average that's not it right right and you have to be prepared because when you're on set there's a lot of people around you and i have to say that magic that when you're on set if you're going in feeling stressed because you don't feel ready to give that Oh boy, that is the worst feeling. Now I came out of an American set where I'm working with some pretty big stars. They're on. Catherine, they're on. That magic, if you haven't witnessed it, you can't even explain it. So I'm like this going, wow, how do we teach this? Because that's energy. How do you teach energy? And it's energy. And it is preparedness. I feel like we're, you know, yeah. I, I might re be repeating myself, but when yeah. you are ready and confident in what you are offering, there's even nerves go away. Yeah. You know, you're playing, you're having fun. I definitely hear you, you. become, yes. you become, you become the person. And it's a very tricky thing um, in acting because, you know, in, in dance, I'm sure you've witnessed the same thing. You can make the moves and they won't flow, mm -hmm. but you can live the moves. And it's, I think it's the same thing with acting. You can do what is required to mm -hmm. present this character or you can become this character. Yeah. And, and I think that's what training does. It helps you become 
the character because every everything you need to apply to do your job is second nature is in the back of your head because it's been trained and trained and trained and trained and you just become okay so Catherine so let's say um I want to be represented by you what kind of email do you like to receive well I like when the when the, the package is complete so the first thing is a, a descriptive resume with previous work experience previous training any any connect experience then a proper again a headshot that's not 10 years ago <laughs> and not i i often say you know to, to to young kids not a summer barbecue with all the cousins where i'm not sure which one i'm looking for a headshot or or at least you know for children it can be a school photo to start with for, yeah. for identifying but ideally you've gone through a you know a professional headshot uh photographer and you've gotten something that represents you well and lastly a scene so we want to see what I mean, if I'm going to represent you as an actor, not a model, I need to see you act, not a photo. I want to see a video. I want to see something that is dialogue, that is, is based in exchange. I want to see you give a performance as well as receive what the other one is giving you. You know, people who want to work in different languages, something in different languages. You want to work in French and English? I want to see it in French and English because a lot of people are bilingual in Quebec but we work with very different markets. So when you speak English, you are competing with the Americans. So if you speak English with an accent in Montreal, it doesn't fly for the American stuff. Oh my God, you answered everything yep. so beautifully because this was my next question. Because of the French and English being different markets and all the confusion with the demos, how long should the demo be? The French want to see it like this. The English want to see it like this. Go for it. Please tell us what the French want to see and what the English want to see and why is it so different? Well, I think acting in French and in English is a bit different because we have different markets and we cater to different uh, realities, but, but we're slowly merging more and more. Um, the process, yes. the shooting process, the audition, the budget, everything else is different, but um, we're getting to a point where, um, you know, high def acting <laughs> means that you need to underplay. You need to be very real and very connected to your emotions in French and in English. Um, demos, I always say we're in a society of, of attention deficit. We're bombarded by so many things. You need to get people's attention in that first 30 seconds. Yeah. So you start with your strongest stuff. And if you're putting together a, an actual scene, this is not the time to countercast or, 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 or break out of your comfort zone. Go with what you do best. You're good at comedy, give a comedic scene. You're good at drama, give us a, you know, a more dramatic take on something. And then by, you know, two, three minutes, we've seen what we want. It's not, it doesn't have to be uh, five, six, seven minutes. And it doesn't have to be, um, you know, sometimes when it's an actual demo of work, the fact that you can jump to the next excerpts is nice to see a variety. But after that, like I said, that first 30 seconds makes it or breaks it. So choose the right scenes and don't cut or edit the scenes in the middle where it's like, oh, we didn't see the ending of a scene or something. You have to really edit it really well, right? I want to see the arc. I want to see the character arc. Don't jump from one little clip to another little clip back to the begin the end of that first clip. I, I want to see it 
play through. I want to see what you can do. I want to see how you've built this character and what you've uh, created as a whole. So yes, take so the time to, and, and again, you know, some scenes, that's the other thing. People tend to put in scenes where the action is not on them. Yeah. I don't want to see two lines of you and then two minutes of someone else with another two lines of you. That's not, that yeah. doesn't give me an idea of what you can do. Yeah. So focus on a scene that is about you, that showcases your work, and then the rest is superfluous. Cut it off. And having someone in the demo with you acting, that's cool too? That's okay? It, it depends what you want to do. It is not expected that you will put together a mini movie to submit. What we do uh, hope for is a nice strong scene. So if you're if you're doing a a self tape um, as in lieu of a demo because you haven't worked yet or because it's been a while, then you're choosing one scene where your partner will be off camera because all we want to focus is on you. If you do choose, you know, some 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 theater schools and some different things, they put on, you know, a little. I don't want to call it a sketch, but you know, oh, a little okay. mise en scène, a little setup. Yeah. And then you can have another player. But again, you have to choose the material that showcases you. It's about you. It's not about the other one. Make sure the other actor is not stronger than you, because then we're like, oops. Well, certainly, you know, there there's a moment where it can rise you up when you're yeah. challenged by a proper actor. And I think it's been a it's been an issue in this era of self tapes where people read with whoever they've got on hand. And, and when you're reading with your cousin, yeah. <laughs> as sweet as they may be and as practical as it may be, you're not being challenged by whoever is giving you, a, you know, your lines. So yeah. it's nice to be able to exchange and live and build up that moment. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can, by all means, choose, choose somebody who's going to challenge you and rise you up. But we were talking about the two languages before. I think in any reality, if you can have somebody who speaks the language without an accent, because unfortunately the person exchanging with you on camera will tint your accent, not your accent, but certainly everyone else's perception of your accent. True. Very true. So maybe choose the right people to play with and uh, that you can be challenged with by and have the proper accent. Speaking about accents, now, you know, I, I, we work in bilingual, in a bilingual world, but a lot of them have accents. They want to work in English, but we only see them as French actors and vice versa, French with the English. So how can they work their English or French accent? And if they say they don't hear it, of course, there's diction coaches out there. There's accent coaching. Yeah. There's there, there are people who specify in getting rid of your accents, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's part of investing and training and, and treating it as a business, getting your tools yes. to, to prep your, your product properly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting, getting someone to try and, and eliminate your accent is a super important thing because... It rare are the occasions where we welcome an accent on an American or even on a Canadian production that's aiming for, for you know, all of English Canada. Mm -hmm. We have it once in a while, but on average, it is not mm -hmm. frequently asked or even, or even um, accepted, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So you do, you need to train it. You need to train, you need to train your ear to um, get some standard American. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some little quirks here in Canada and some little quirks in Quebec. Yes. And uh, if you want to rise up to, uh, to compete with the American projects that are coming, you need to sound standard American. Yeah. So get on that diction for those that want to work in either or like get on it get on it. Um, and be truthful to yourself. That's another thing that I, for one, I have a lot of mentors. They tell me the truth. I really, really appreciate people that show up and tell me the honest truth. Yes, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm like, yeah, you can tell me I'm pretty and good, but I, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Tell me what I need, you know? Well, there's no growth. There's no growth by not being told the truth. So you have to see your coach. You have to see your agent. You have to see uh, the the people that you've chosen to surround yourself with Mm -hmm. as your allies. Mm -hmm. We all want you to work as much as you want to work. So if we're bringing something to light, it is because it would serve you best to try and tweak it. Exactly. And it gets me excited because it'll get you, the agent, excited. Then it gets the casting director, the producer, and everybody involved because of you showing up with this excitement of being super ready and confident and pre- prepared and trained and all these tool sets and skill sets. Oh my God, there's so much. Look look how much there is in a baggage to show up with. It's like your your mascara, your lipstick, your everything, your brush. It's That's what it is. Bring in that purse with all your Every tool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then everybody gets excited and we're all vibing in the same energy. I think the energy of preparation we were talking about before, that's what excites me more. It's when someone shows up to their fullest potential, because we say it often, but I am showing up with my fullest potential. I know, I see you. Why is it that I don't feel it? And that's where I always stay. I stay in the feeling area because I'm someone that needs to feel. I'll believe you when I feel it. You can show me, but I have to feel it. Does that make any sense? It makes perfect sense. I have somebody who told me recently that during uh, an audition, um, he was portraying something that was fairly sad. And then the director said, okay, so this is your version of being said, sad. Now try to make me sad. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different approach. That's a whole different reality. Yeah. Hang yeah. on. How? And then, and then I came across another great, great bit of wisdom the other day was, um, you know, when you're trying to portray something sad, instead of trying to dive into the sadness, try to prevent it. Because mm-hmm. on average, if we're, you know, if we're heartbroken about something, we might try to hold it back as we're doing going on about our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And so that's a whole different approach as well to certain things. So, and those are things that come from coaching and experience and living on set and being guided and being directed and being, you know, challenged by somebody else so the more you do it mm-hmm. the more you have that tool in the back of your head and you're able to reach for it okay so now let's say the artist receives the email from an agent okay you have an audition here's the scene and it's an 11 pager or five pager whatever it is okay this is what i get a lot let me breathe a little bit to make sure i ask the question properly now, they are the ones, and I have one of my coaches at the academy, uh, Richard Jutra. 
he takes those papers with lots of love every single side he takes in his hands but just the way he reaches out to them he puts his glasses he sits down and he's trying like he's literally one with the paper i don't see that often <laughs> i don't see that often and I think I enjoy myself just him reaching out for those paper and getting excited. Now, other ones, yes, I got an audition. Okay, so the excitement is the audition. They open, oof. You understand the oof? It's yeah. a beast. Okay, so so where does an actor or an artist go? Like, th that's why I'm, I want to talk about energy too, because right off the bat, you're setting the attention. How much are you going to work for it? What are you going to invest in doing? How are you prepared so yeah because you must get oh my god i have to get this ready tomorrow and i just received 12 page what do you want me to do it see this is another tricky thing in montreal in montreal um on average we have not been trained to uh do cold reads right we have uh we used to have anyways pre pre-pandemic Although we're not pre-pandemic and we're not pandemic anymore. We're not talking about that. But there was there was a reality um, where the everyone that went in was completely off book. Now, in in other cities, when you have two or three or four auditions in one day, that is not a reality. So you quickly learn to make character choices and read off the page. Mm -hmm. What you have to do, your job is building that character. I think on a tight delay that you know your entire script by heart or not is not a factor. And there's a lot of, of cities and places where that's the reality. So, but what you need to do is you need to be able to, 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 to peel the layers of that onion. You need to be able to build that character whether you learn the script or not verbatim and word by word. So having sheets in hands is frequently done in LA and Toronto, mm -hmm. probably in Vancouver. I'm not as, as, as certain of that, but I would imagine because you're able to lift the words and bring them to life, whether you know them by heart or not, mm -hmm. it is a skill. Old reading is a skill. Auditioning with sheets in hand is a skill. We can't end up with a bunch of people looking down and all we see is the top of their heads because they're actually looking at their script. You have to be able to be comfortable enough with that script and your choices. And normally when you've, not normally, if you've built that character, if you've deciphered who he is, what makes him tick, what the, 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 the nooks and crannies of, of this scene is, there's something, you know, if it's well written, there's something that will flow right off the page. With your tool bag. Yeah, did you, you need, need your that tool purse? Bag. <laughs> you need that purse. You need that purse. But um, so is it okay to say no if you're not prepared? And and how do you feel about that? Um <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth here, Catherine. <laughs> this is the truth. This is the truth. Is it I mean, you know, I'm not in this business to force anybody's hand. You're right. Um, I, I like to have open conversations with my talent. I like to, first of all, I like to exchange on the, on, on the character and how they feel, whether they feel connected to it or not, whether they're um, able to do this, whether the, you know, especially you train a lot of children. Sometimes we come across material that's a bit 
tougher for children or that's um, a bit out of their their wheelhouse for different reasons, for age, for having it addressed it or not. So I think that that's a very different approach when the when the material is is sensitive or um, outgrown or a X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, as an adult, if you want to decline an audition, I think you need a better a better reason than I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And I think it needs to happen quickly mm-hmm. because you're taking away that option that that spot from someone else mm-hmm. so if you feel you cannot do it justice and you choose to pass or you may need an extension all this needs to be discussed from the get-go not 20 minutes before it's due yeah so you know it's it's about it's about finding the balance in that. Um, that being said, if if you learn to cold read and if you learn to build up your 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 tool bag enough that you can present something script in hand, or you know you normally I know people who can do auditions within two hours. Yeah, we all do. They don't we learn the whole script. <laughs> exactly, they yeah. don't learn the whole script. They know what to do with it. They know how to turn it around. And they know that being off book on a script that, you know, that is, that may still be a work in progress is, is not necessarily the focus. Yeah. Show me what you do with this character. Like, I'm just trying to think that, okay, I will say no, because I am over exhausted right now. Like the people that we see their good results. You know, like we know they can do this. It's just not a good timing. So them, I would say, yeah, say no, we're all good. That happened. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's okay. So it all depends on the situation because I'm thinking right now, I'm just giving an idea of my situation this week. It's heavy duty. I have my year end show coming up and I'm having all these projects all at once. And I'm someone that trained myself. Um, This is on a human level. I always train myself to show up. If someone needs me or if someone wants me or if a project needs me and wants me, I have to show up. I don't have enough hours in a day because I'm an entrepreneur too. I'm not only an artist, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a mother. So all these titles, I said, no, you're not going to come and, and, and play around with me. So what I do is I know how to give myself balance. So this week I had to work between midnight and 3 a.m. to get my job done because obviously my day is full, but I know I'm trained. I train myself going, okay, it's coming to you. Now you have to train like that athlete that you want to show up to because this is my A game I'm playing. I'm playing my own. I'm not playing anybody else's. So it works for me when I say yes to it. And if I say no, it's just that that project is not for me. It's demanding. You're going to feel that heaviness. You're like, oof, I don't want to work with these people. I don't want to work with this project. And then you know to say no. And you understand just to give a little bit of variety because sometimes life happens. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Life happens and, and artistry is subjective. It, you have to be, you have to feel connected. You have to feel, you know, it, it all depends. Obviously, if, if you're someone who has, you know, a number of opportunities and you work on a regular basis and, and you're, like you said, you've, you've trained, you've built, you've, you do some voice work and you do some camera work and you do some theater and you do this and then suddenly something comes and it's a bit too much and it's overwhelming or you're not feeling connected. Yeah. You're not feeling connected. You, There are projects and parts that just don't speak to certain people for all sorts of reasons. Mm-hmm. I will always respect that. The thing is, when you want to grow your resume, 
and you've done three things and yeah. every time an audition comes up it's a bit hard to put into play yes. then that's another issue it yeah. brings us back to how how prepared are you and how much do you want this right you know yeah. I find myself saying I can't want it more than you yeah. Oh my God, that's so good. I can't want it more than you. And that's exactly the situation. Sometimes I'm here. I say, I'm, my hand is here. You have to hold it if we're going to play this together because I can't do it for you. <laughs> so, exactly. so you have to want it. So that's maybe the, the big question. How much do you want it? So in, in my view, if I'm going to have to work from midnight to 3 a.m. to get something done because my day is really booked, I will get it done because I really want it. You know, so make sure your eye really want to do something is showing up to your everyday. I have some of your roster at my studio training. What would you tell parents? Because it's important to speak to those parents that have children that want to start in this business or that are in this business. Well, we bring it back to what we were saying at the beginning. Yeah. It is a business. So it's a big, it's a big commitment. It is not an after school activity. It is a business. Um, movies and commercials and voice recordings are done during the normal business week. Uh, you need to have some availability. You need to have some focus. And, and I think, you know, when I see the kids who really succeed at it, they've missed birthday parties. They've yeah. missed play dates. They've missed exams sometimes. I still think your number one job as a kid is going to school. I, you know, to me, that's the most yeah. important thing. But if you want to juggle this, um, then ideally you've got a school that's behind you. You've got a teacher that's behind you. You've got parents that are behind you and can commit <laughs> to what that reality may be. Yeah. Um, of, of trekking you across the city for five minute auditions. Um, and you have to be able to guide your child. You're not meant to be an acting coach. You're not meant, you, ideally, you can offer the resources, build the environment that they need, but you never know how, um, you know, how fast. I, I always say when parents sign up to, with me, I always say, be careful. What we want is for this career to take off. But it's a, it's a blessing in disguise because when oh. it does take off, it's it's a big commitment. It's a big commitment. It's huge commitment. And I was there with my son and I can speak by experience because he has his own um, career path. And I had to make a choice uh, in New York. And I'm like, no, he's too young. I said, no, he has his experience. He did off Broadway, but then we had to commit to something higher. And I'm like, nah, at 12 years old, I'm not going to rob his life from this. Because in my head, in my head, listen to how I'm thinking here because I'm all about the foundation, the training. Yeah, you get him doing all this, but he's missing all the foundation he needs if he wants to do this later on. I'm 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 yep. always looking at the longevity career because we need you now and it's gonna work for the next two years, but you missed out, you burnt out, you're maybe not gonna like it anymore, and you missed out on all the 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 fundamental tools of you being in class and not becoming that star, you know. Absolutely. It needs to be said that you are um you are your child's advocate. You are. When your child joins, when your child joins a business, there's a reason children don't work usually, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's, it's one of the few industries where children can work and, um, and you need to be your child's advocate for all sorts of different things. But you also need to understand that if you're joining 
the business world. It comes with things that are not very mm -hmm. childlike sometimes, yeah. you know, which means which means long schedules and 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 school missed and big commitments. And big parents, big commitments. It's not you doing the work, parents. It's your child. We hired the child to remember that how many parents feel like they're stars because their child is doing the work <laughs> well it's it's a tricky tricky thing to make sure that um you know they they provide the accompaniment yes but yeah it's not about them it's, it's not about, about the them. child yeah, love your child. That's the best. So what I'm getting in all of this, Catherine, thank you so much. Cold reading is what I have to bring into the academy. We have to do more cold reads. We have to get comfortable in all those uncomfortable situations. Demos, listen, look at your demo before sending it out to an agent. Maybe ask some coaches, is my demo up to par? Is my Just ask people around you. Find that community. And that's another community building for me is important because in my academy, everybody could be a reader. They, they have a page where, hey, I have this. And they all help each other. Whether it's French, English, it works. So find yourself a community. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're not alone out there. Once you have that, everybody has different strength and they all can play with each other. So cold read is something that's very interesting. The demo, um, make sure you're ready. You come prepared when you send an email out to the agencies and uh, diction classes, whatever, even stage classes. Train, train, train. <laughs> and if right now there's not a lot happening and you want to try a new angle, you want to try dubbing, get a class. You can't just say, I want to start dubbing. Go take a class. Yeah. You want to do animation, video game, go take a class. Learn, learn the skill, keep the muscle active, join an acting gym, do some improv keep it going but more importantly just train 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 because it's your training that will create that foundation that you were saying that will create the solidity in what you're proposing yeah. and um that will make it that when that opportunity comes yeah magic might happen magic might my magic will always happen and do that research because a lot of people too they come they've trained 10 years in dance they show up to me and i have to tell them Oh, you're going to go in my beginner class. I don't know where training, what training is that? I don't know. I don't want to judge the training, but once you see where you should be at after 10 years, I, you know, like everybody has to do their research, find the industry professionals that are there to give you what you need to up your game. There are many, and there are amazing. There are many, there's not only one. That's what, that's another thing for me. Do not always go see the same thing. Change it up. Yeah, go. Fine. Yeah, whatever. There's so many people. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, and and the arts, uh, I mean, it it's subjective, as I was saying before, right? It's it is not it's not mathematical. It's not objective. It, it's not one plus one equals two. Somebody will like you know this play, and the other one won't like this play, and somebody will like this portrayal, and the other one won't like this portrayal. But by surrounding yourself by different um, different uh, coaches or accompaniment sometimes like I said it just shifts you it pushes you a little bit out of your comfort zone bring something else and that may be that little moment that breaks through with a whole different epiphany as to how you can deliver such and such emotion or such and such moment but you know in 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 an era of of uh high definition it is all very it has to be integrated it is all very underplayed and you need to be able to 
stomach that emotion to give it life properly. I hope you enjoy this process of finding yourself in upping your game and don't make any other people happy. It's your game to play and it's your life. So make sure that whatever you commit to, you invest in, um, it's all about you. It's not about somebody else. Don't come and tell me I trained and I don't feel any kind of energy in the fact that you trained. I want to feel that energy saying, I trained and I'm excited for more. I want to learn more. It's a choice on how you deliver your energy. And when you enter that room, uh-huh, entering that room, it just came to me, entering that room, you're entering with your entering energy. Entering that room. You enter it yeah. with your energy, not, not, you're not, don't tell me, show me, you know? So I think we did a really good interview right here, Catherine. Is there anything we missed out on? I think we've covered quite a few things. And I think any, any tool in your tool bag uh, <laughs> will yield more, more chances of that opportunity um, coming and, and, and making magic. And uh, just, just keep learning, keep learning, keep the muscle active, keep doing. Go make your magic happen, everyone. Thank you, Catherine, for being with us today. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Connie.